man who knew too little. Anybody ever seen that movie? None of you have seen the man who knew too little? Oh, my grace. You're in for a treat if you want to watch that movie. You ought to do it. This afternoon, I'd encourage you to do that. The man who knew too little stars Bill Murray. I kind of enjoy him and, and his wacky antics. And he goes to visit his brother over in London, who's a bigwig in some business. And he's got this big business meeting, and Bill Murray is there to surprise him for his birthday. And he's kind of an awkward fellow, so his brother's trying to get rid of Bill for the night while he goes through this business meeting. And then he promises he'll celebrate the, his birthday with him later on. And so what they come up with to get him out of the way during the meeting is called the theater of life. And it's where you can pay a certain amount of money and you can go and this group has got cameras and everything and kind of makes you the star of a movie for the night and they lead you one place to another and the, the, the story unfolds. And of course with Bill Murray what actually happens is he gets involved in something that's real and it's an espionage movie because the ultimate point of the movie is that unbeknownst to him he thwarts an attempt to assassinate two ambassadors, one from England and one from Russia. And those two ambassadors are going to sign a treaty that's going to end the Cold War. And the people trying to assassinate him don't want the Cold War to end. So they want to keep the espionage and all the intrigue going. It's, it's really a cute movie. I only bring it up because the two ambassadors are the focal point of, of the movie. And so I want us to talk about ambassadorship this morning. What does it mean to be an ambassador? All of 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and all of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 actually lead up to and climax with our ambassadorship at the end of chapter 5. Permit me to pick up where our epistle reading left off and conclude chapter 5. Here's the way it ends. But God has done it all. He reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us the task of proclaiming this reconciliation. Namely, that in Christ, God reconciled the world to Himself, not counting their sins against them, and put into our hands this message of reconciliation. Therefore, says Paul, we are ambassadors for Christ. It is as if God were pleading through us, and we plead with you in behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For God made him who did not know sin to be sin for us, so that we might become the righteousness of God. What does it mean to be an ambassador for Christ? I was confused about that for a long time. Perhaps you are too. And in fact, my confusion stemmed from a trip that I made when I was a young man, still in high school. My first plane trip, I flew from Chattanooga, Tennessee to Memphis, Tennessee with the Ambassadors for Christ. Anybody ever heard of that organization, the Ambassadors for Christ? Where's a few ends go up, unlike the movie? I can't believe it. 
Ambassadors for Christ within our, our Lutheran community was an opportunity to, to go to a specific place where our synod at large was going to look at establishing a congregation. And what we did is we went around and canvassed neighborhoods to see if there was enough interest, perhaps, for there to be a mission station to be planted within a particular community. And so that's what I did for almost a week in Memphis with several other high school students. And the confusion came about being ambassador, in my mind, is that, is that I associated my ambassadorship in Christ with good works. In other words, I actually, without even knowing it, was confusing law and gospel in my own mind. Because I was looking at myself and saying, if I'm going to represent Jesus, and that's what an ambassador is, you know, it's someone who represents someone else or something else. So if we send an ambassador from the United States over to a foreign country, they're representing our nation to these foreign people. Well, Paul says that's what we are. We represent Christ to the world. And my mind said, then that means I better keep doing more and more and more good stuff to show that I'm a good Christian and that I'm therefore worthy of the title of ambassador. When in fact, if we read in context what Paul is saying to the church in Corinth, he's saying something very, very different. Oh, indeed, good works are going to follow our new life that is in Christ. Remember what he said in our epistle reading? In Christ we are a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. But being an ambassador doesn't mean I get better and do better stuff. Being an ambassador means I reflect Christ. And in chapter 4, Paul says, here's how that looks. You're a clay pot. Do you know what a clay pot is like? Have you ever clink the clay pot against something real hard, what happens? No more clay pot, right? And, and in fact, Paul uses a term that, that gives the impression not only are we clay pots, but we're cracked pots. <laughs> and a cracked pot's even worse. If you take the top of a cracked pot and you just move it like this, the whole thing goes, it just falls apart. It's fragile. We're, we're clay pots, and what Paul is communicating to us is that if you understand what it means to be a new creation in Christ, you understand that this is God acting in your heart. That, that being a child of God has nothing to do with how much good I do or how much evil I stop doing, but it is an opportunity for me to confess, as we did this morning. I am by nature sinful and unclean. I'm a, I'm a cracked pot. I can't do anything on my own except break and shatter and fall into a million pieces. And God says, yeah, I know that. But I love you too much to just watch you shatter your lives in sin, that which you were conceived and born in. And so I'll do what you can't do. Because the price to be paid for that is death. And so God said, I will die for you in the person of my son. And that's exactly what he did. He sent his only begotten son into the flesh. Remember the verses that I read at the conclusion of chapter 5? God made him who did not know sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus takes human flesh only for one reason, because we are clay pots broken incapable of repairing ourselves 
lost and condemned creatures, dead in trespasses and sins. And it's God who makes us alive. And He makes us alive by paying the price that separated us from Him. And that's the cross. And so it's no wonder that Paul tells the church at Corinth in his first letter, I desire to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And there's the second step in understanding ambassadorship. Ambassadorship is not about other people looking at me and saying, boy, now there's a good Christian. Ambassadorship is about others having the opportunity to see the wonder of God's grace for them in the empty tomb and the crucifixion of Christ for their sins. Christ crucified only. Is it any wonder that Paul says, but God has done it all. He's reconciled us to Himself through Christ. And He's given us the task of what? The ministry of reconciliation. What's the ministry of reconciliation? It's just plain and simply that our ambassadorship is about living at the foot of the cross. It's about living in the wonder of because He lives, we too shall live. It's about the wonder of we live by faith and not by sight. In other words, it's simply reflecting my need for forgiveness and grace in my life with God and my need for that same grace and forgiveness to be the essence of my relationship with you and you with me. Because you see, that's what it means to be a child of God. That's what it means to be an ambassador. It means that that I live in a changed relationship. It's changed with God because I don't have to fear God anymore. I don't have to cower from Him. In fact, I can approach Him. We'll do it later on in the service. We'll talk to Him specifically. We'll call Him our Father in a collective prayer as we're talking to Him, won't we? And the only reason I can do that is because what separated me, what destroyed my relationship with Him was my sin. And He took care of that on my behalf. And He said, now you trust me that this is what I did for you through Jesus And in place of death, I give you life. In Christ, we are a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And so my ambassadorship is to say, you know what I want for you? I want for you to know the wonder of God's grace in your life. I want for you to know that Jesus died for your sins. I want you to know that for Jesus' sake, God has removed your sin as far as the east is from the west. I want you to know that in Christ, you are in a perfect relationship with the Heavenly Father, and you don't have to have the slightest doubt about your eternal well-being. You will be with Him in heaven as you trust His promise for Jesus' sake. And now I want you to know that God's entrusted us with the message of reconciliation. We're ambassadors. Go and let that light of God's love shine in your life. Here's how Paul said it at the end again. Verse 20 of chapter 5. Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ. It is as if God were pleading through us. And so we plead with you in behalf of Christ. Parakaleo is the Greek word that's translated as plead. And it does mean to to plead. I'm begging with you. Jesus died for you. Trust Him. But you know, it also has other meanings in the Scriptures. It also means to comfort others. It also means to 
teach others. It also means just simply to speak with them in a Christ-like manner. It means literally to call someone to your side and to walk with them. That's what it means to be an ambassador. It isn't about stockpiling a list that says, look at everything I've done. It's not a count and a compare and a measure. It's the fullness of Christ unfolding in our lives as we walk with one another in Christ Jesus. And as we encourage each other to be strengthened to go out into a world and reflect that love in a world that is dark and dead. And i got to tell you, you don't have to listen to much of the news or look at very many websites or read many articles to know that the darkness is overwhelming in our world today. And the world does not need for us to go out and tell them just how dead they are. What it needs is for us to go out and show them how alive in Christ one can be. By grace, you have been saved through faith. It's not your own doing. It's a gift of God, not of works. So we don't boast. We just go out and be the people that God's called us to be. Living in the wonder and the absolving light of Jesus' love. In the movie, The Man Who Knew Too Little, Bill Murray's brother gets two big old fat cigars, and they're called ambassadors. <laughs> and so he tells his brother at one point when he gets him involved in the theater of life, he says, don't worry, at midnight we're going to fire up these ambassadors together. Well, midnight is when the evil foes were planning on killing, assassinating the two ambassadors. So they think, they think that Bill Murray and his brother know all about that attempt. An ambassador is one who wants someone else to know all about who they are and where they're from and what their life's about. And we... We are ambassadors for Christ. It's an exciting time. Go and be who God's called you to be. Amen? Amen. May the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.